to I'm gonna go meta, everybody. Oh, meta, I guess she goes. I know. You mean Mark Zuckerberg meta? I'm going way up. (laughs) You do it. I think in a big, big uh, upper perspective, uh, I, I actually think we need to resolve some things and not sweep them under the rug and not say, okay, well, that that was an inflamed moment and we just moved on because here's what I see is I see all this shit. It come, it's like a monster that you avoid or, or a disease that you avoid and then you can kind of get it to go dormant for a while. But when it comes back, it's, it's like a chimera, right? Like it's come. So yes. this, if we don't settle the debate around some of this stuff that we are in these fierce, fierce debates about um, and we don't kind of, find a way to come to an understanding of where lines are drawn. And a lot of that, almost all of that now in the present day, and I think in the future is going to be about finding ways to really battle disinformation. Uh, I mean, I talk about meta, we need to unplug that fucking thing real fast, right? That Facebook thing. So Absolutely. Um, because people's minds are just, you know, the disinformation is getting to a point to where it's keeping us from even coming to any kind of common ground. And I don't think exhaust, okay, we're exhausted, we're just going to move on, is actually a resolution. I think it will just come back around the next time we have something and it will be this raging thing that actually puts even more lives in danger um, and our our democracy in danger again. So, you know, at some point, we're going to have to start in our confrontation of one another, where everything is getting polarized and weaponized and the disinformation is there fostering all of that. At some point, we're going to have to figure out how to confront and resolve in a meaningful way so that we don't have a resurgence. Yeah. I see. It just doesn't have to be at school boards and it's, you know, it just feels to me like we're these poor school boards are having those like, you know, proud boys showing up with masks and it's just. That's their just side, t- though. It's I know, but it's, but it's, 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 it's let's just it. stop discussing it. Let's just, you know, people, let's just not take the bait well, and have a conversation over it. Okay. So this is what I'm prepared to talk about today. And mm. I thought it was to share a little personal story. So it's a mm. good transition. Yep. So I'm old enough to have gone through, and I'll share a little personal detail, is that a big part of my growing up from age six to 16, I grew up in Wichita, Kansas. And so talk about the heart of America, the heartland, that's it, dead center. And I I, I grew up in the Reagan era and I grew up sort of Carter and Reagan. And I grew up with core of Republican think tank land where the Cokes were with all of their money. These were not foreign people to me, right? They're not, Mm. they weren't weird people on the TV. This is, and my dad was a minister. Okay. So imagine that, imagine what me, with the same, I am not any, much different, right? I have matured, but my sensibilities are like in that, in Wichita, Kansas, in the 1980s, right? Everything was commie, 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 commie. And in high school, like my junior year, just starting my junior year, and I moved after my junior year to, we moved to Kansas City. But during my junior year, my, I think it was sophomore or junior year, I learned about this thing. Well, oh, there's a debate team. Like they didn't even foster kind of information about that. We would have sit in history and the history say, just skip over whole parts of a history book, right? Of American history, if it had to do with anything that didn't quite fit, you know, there were Confederate flags everywhere. I'm sorry, there were. There were wow. people with gun racks, you know, kids driving to school with their gun racks on the back of their trucks. And this was the culture. And I'm in a big public school. And so the debate to coach who was like, I think he was English teacher or something. He's like, you know, you should, you should join the debate team. I was like, what's that debate? Okay. All right. 
So I joined the debate team and the first debate we go to, they were sort of like mid-season. I don't know why I'm all of a sudden thrown into this. And we go and do this debate and it was a big debate. It was like regionals or something. Like it was a lot, it was a lot of things. I was representative black is my maiden name. I think people know that. And so I did my little debate thing. And then I asked one question and I got to tell you every single child that stood up to debate any topic, any issue, any of it, it all resulted to and dissolved down to in their argument, it's about communism. We have to be communism. <laughs> communists are coming because the commies are coming and the commies and the co everything was, everything was communism. I'm sitting there going, these are the strangest <laughs> motherfuckers, right? So I raised my little hand and I'm like, and this one kid, and we're in the finals or whatever, and this kid's going on and on about commie, 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 and it was like prayer in school or something, I don't know, some horse shit. And I go, what's wrong with communism? <laughs> and the whole thing was dead silent. Clang. And he had to answer that question, right? Mm. And it was like, and he was like, oh, I'm like, well, that's not an answer. I said, and I, I was like, I know what's wrong with communism. I would like you to tell everybody what's wrong with communism and why that's central to your argument here. And he couldn't do it. And I won that fucking debate. Like I, of course I won the whole thing that teachers gave. I don't know the teachers would do this now, but they were like, they gave it to me. Okay. Because I pierced the horse shit, right? With one simple question, right? Four words. What's wrong with communism? No one could fucking answer that because they didn't have a clue. It's like the CRT debate of today. You ask, what, what's wrong with CRT? They don't know. No. They don't know what it is. They just know, they just, so this is not new where we're at. Well, here's also what was not new. So next school day, like with, I think the weekend went by, school day, I show up at school and my teacher sits me down and the principal's there. And I'm like, oh, what's going on? And they show me a flyer that had a skull and a crossbone on it and said, kill representative black. And these had been mass produced and were being distributed throughout all the high schools that these kids at the debate that, you know, I'd be. So it was a death threat, right? Of course, the school didn't bother to tell my parents this. My parents kind of vaguely remember it. I'm like, you remember this? They're like, yeah, we remember that. That was so strange. And I was like, well, fuck this. I'm not going to be in the debate squad if my life is going to be threatened by a bunch of redneck, you know, small dicked fuckers, right? Like I, I was like this then. I really was. And the teacher's like, yeah, we won't make you do it. I'm like, fuck you and your fucking debate, right? And I don't know. I went, got drunk, went to prom, whatever. So this whole thing that we're living through, and there was no social media, there was nothing. We've been through this before. I'm telling you, if you haven't, I grew up there. Then I came out to, you know, my parents were New Yorkers. I came out to Los Angeles, but I'm always going back and forth to New York. And I just for so long, I would listen and people in my industry not understand that. And I would say, I would listen to people think they could talk about flyover country and this is what's going to sell right to the middle America. And I'm like, you don't have the first fucking clue what mm. you're talking about. You know, it's why when Donald Trump came down the escalator, I was like, he's going to win. I knew what he was waking up yep. because I'm from there and I've lived that. Nothing of what we're going through now with these school boards and all this weaponization and all this sort of you know, intentionally trying to corrupt our edu public education and the kids around that and weaponizing it and death threats and all that. None of that is new. It's exactly what I lived through, God, 40 years ago, right? But now it's a greater threat because we didn't deal with it then. Mm -hmm. We didn't deal with our ignorance. We didn't deal with any of this. We didn't deal with these clashes in our culture. 
around any of these things. We didn't clarify it. And now there's social media. Now there's these weapons. Now we actually have folks that want, have been so weaponized and so ignorant that they want authoritarianism. They want fascism. They, that has been collapsed with patriotism and they don't know the difference. Just like those kids that were standing up didn't know the difference between communism and capitalism. They couldn't tell me. They didn't know. They don't know the difference between fascism and authoritarianism and democracy. They don't know. They don't know. They're just on their team and they're going for blood. And we've been otherwise. So we got to start being able to confront one another and actually come to an agreement on facts. And a big part of it now is we've got to take out these machines, these literal machines for pushing for fascism, which are these social media companies. I'm sorry. Thank I, you, LB. Thank you for story, sharing that. What a great, I mean, harrowing story, but what an interesting and, and no, revealing no. story. You probably haven't changed much because that's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm so fascinated because people follow their leaders, right? People do what their leaders yeah. do a lot of the time. They don't, don't necessarily want to invest their all their time looking into all these things like we do. So they follow their leaders out there. And if their leadership is telling them that authoritarianism is the way to go, they're likely to go there. So I mean, I think it's really comes from yeah. the top down. And it's got it comes yeah. from the very, very top, we got to, that party has to change itself. And it can't keep hiding in this sort of in this, you know, apartheid era thinking that it's stuck in. It's like, we can't stay there. We cannot stay there as a country. And, you know, that means Kevin McCarthy has to come to terms with what happened on that day and resign because he was aware of what was happened that day and involved in it. And so must many of them. They just must go. There's just, there is no yeah. good resolution for any of these politicians. They, they've proven themselves to be unqualified to lead their people. And, you know, regardless of what the race is or whatever it is, they're just liars and cheats and thieves now. That's they what are. they are. And the, tr the truth has to get out in a way that will stick, mm -hmm. right? When Trump's impeachment around the insurrection happened, they didn't vote to impeach him, the Republicans in the Senate, but they did agree that he incited an insurrection, right? And they admitted that. And even right after the, the insurrection with the vote certification before the impeachment, that even Kevin McCarthy, everyone was saying, yep, this was crossing, right? It was, this was wrong. It was, but it didn't, the truth didn't stick. They were just able to back out of all of that and, and start spinning their horseshit again. So we need things to happen in a way where the truth will stick, at least stick in the historical record and not get warped. And that means indictments. It does mean indictments, but it also means we can play some Kevin McCarthy historical video and remind people because I happen to have it here. Okay. And just remind people of what he said, because these were his words, these were not our words. Um, let me try, let's see what happens. To impeach will further fan the flames of partisan division. Most Americans want neither inaction nor retribution. They want durable, bipartisan justice that path is Fuck still available <laughs> but it's not the path we're on today i believe impeaching the president in such right? a short time frame would be a mistake no investigation better in the original completed <laughs> have been held <laughs> What's more, the Senate has confirmed that no trial. He does go to he, this is the last part of this. Really President-elect Biden is sworn in. But here is what a vote to impeach would do: a vote to impeach the would the further House? divide this nation. <laughs> okay, we'll cut no, it because oh, a vote yes, to impeach right. will further fan the flames of partisan division. 
It's the last one. Wrong assholes. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck things we could throw at you. Fuck you. Fuck you. want durable, bipartisan justice. Do you see durable, bipartisan justice is what he wants? But is not what he wants durable. Yeah. That doesn't mean the president is fault. The president bears responsibility for Wednesday's attack on Congress by mob rioters. He should have immediately denounced the mob when he saw what was unfolding. These facts require immediate action by President Trump. Accept his share of responsibility. Quell the brewing unrest. And ensure President-elect Biden is able to successfully begin his term. Who is that guy? Did he just asked Trump to condemn the mob because I don't think he's allowed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right? No, you're not allowed to. It's against the rules. But, you know, he said it. Those were his words two days afterwards. And then, you know, he's obviously changed his tune a little bit. But I think we can keep reminding people of what these guys said and what they really mean versus what they're doing yeah. right now in public. Can I show you something really cool? Yeah. We've been talking about narrative TV, uh, like, a, like a TV network kind of thing for a while. So, I mean late at night trying to figure out how to code things and there's a new narrative tv page and i'm going to show it to you in oh, here this is a surprise it is a surprise well it's because it's this is a very much a beta thing i'm just trying it out for the first time and literally i'm not a coder as many of you will know so i am but if you go to narrative.org slash narrative tv you'll see this new player that's there and in that little player you can send us Ooh. direct messages that are completely oh, in real great. time and so you can say, hi, LB. Um, and there's absolutely no delay. Where in, in other chats, there's a lot of delay. So, and then you just- That's uh, a more expansive view of my room, Zev. I don't know if I like that. Oh. I'm just kidding. This, sounds, yeah. this looks really yeah. cool. So, and then the other cool thing that we can do, although I'm not quite ready to do it today, is we can do instant pollings. We can ask people to, to vote on things and they can vote right on screen. Okay. And there's even a little store we can do. Oh, I know what we would sell. Okay. merch? Yeah. Okay. Speaking of merch, I was also had a little extra time today to come up with a mug. Um, so I gotta buy another mug now. You don't have to buy it. You don't have to buy anything. The mugs are very nice, although these ones. Are I like even... the mug. I have the mug here. You do good. I, I need the mug. I've got your mug. I've got a mug for you, actually. I want a mug. I gotta get my mugs. I gotta get it all together, you guys. I've been. It's been. It's uh, you know. It's perfectly okay. I'm gonna try to yeah. show you to this new one. Anyway, so we'll be able to do shopping on screen. It's the first time ever. I think anyone's ever tried to do that. So um, we'll. Okay. I don't know what we'll sell. But we might want to sell, if I can find If we here. say mug, will mug Moink. show up? Uh, yes, so just say mug now. Mug. There it is. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't want that mug. I don't want to look at those people. No, it's the Outlaws, no. official commemorative mug of Bannon's oh. indictment day. Okay, you don't have to buy that mug. But it's, I thought maybe I'll put it up. <laughs> Don't you want the official Outlaws mug? I want maybe, it. Maybe, maybe. There is no reality in which I want to look at Mike Flynn's face. Nothing. No, not first thing in the morning. No, no. Or Kellyanne Conway or... All right, so who do we think is going to get who didn't show up? I think Scavino's tricky, but Ali Alexander, go for him. Or is he cooperating? We don't know. Ali Alexander, I think, is cooperating. I think from the Rolling Stone article that came out a few weeks ago, which described in, in intimate detail how many Congress men they were talking to, I think Ali Alexander is the source for that because uh, he certainly has not been okay. called up for any other things. So that is my guess. Now, you know, who knows? I could be completely wrong. I'm just guessing. These people are asking us questions. Did I forget? 
Did they subpoena Flynn? They didn't subpoena him yet. They didn't right? subpoena did they? Flynn. Look, Donald is saying, did someone say <sighs> indictment? And then this one says, okay, Greg, do a commercial. And then it also says, Adele saying, these are all new people who just signed up for the first time. Okay, this is very cool. Never shut up. Isn't that nice? We could do that on screen all the time. It's very fancy technology. I'm so proud of it. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll, I'll keep quiet now. We're thrilled. We're thrilled. It's my geek moment. I'm geeked out. I was trying to see if people were giving comments for you, but they're a little behind. What's the time now? We have a few more minutes. Um, do you want to watch it's an time ad? To get ill. Ill. What What's the time? It's time to get ill. You guys What's are my age. You know the Beastie Boys. No, oh, I'm not a Beastie Boys fan. I was thinking of Wichita Line Man when you were talking about your uh, upbringing there. That's a good song. Wichita, yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite uh, oh. Kansas-related song? Or do you have um, a favorite? I'm Carry on, Wayward Son. No, John Denver That's had a good. beautiful song where he talked about a boy from Kansas. He's got a couple lines in there, and it reminds me of my brother. Are you I trying to play a song now, Zev? I was going to play a song. Yeah. If you're going to play a song, the song I'm you need to play, play is um, yeah. Seven Nation Army. Seven Nation yeah. Army? Is that okay? We're going to build the straw. Yeah. By the White All right. Stripes. All right. Oh, White Stripes. I know them. Dun, 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 he says Wichita. Why didn't you tell everyone again about the Prevail podcast today? And then I'm going to try to figure this out. Oh, it's a good podcast. We talk about Tucker. If you don't know anything about Tucker, yeah, I can't talk now. So I'm grouping on. Well, because I'm not yet playing it. I'm playing it on my. I'm still not playing it on the right thing. Are you playing it on your phone? Yeah, it's very high tech. <laughs> After that high tech interface. Oh, wait, I can actually do it with speakers. It might even be better <laughs> do one better than that. <laughs> oh, my God. Really... High tech future right here. Only on narrative. <laughs> Only we've got this kind of technology over here. You try find this technology where you are. It doesn't happen. Oh, my else. God. DARPA's got nothing on us. <laughs> I can't do any better than that. So there you go. I want to be able to do better, but that's all we got. I think it's the end of the show. Uh, we should go. Uh, what's uh, what's <laughs> uh, oh, I'm it. sorry, everybody. It it's that time. It's that time. It's that time. Yeah. Boy, what? What? Tell me something else that was not political. That is just kind of interesting because I, I feel like we've spoken only about the news. Tell me something else. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, hey, tomorrow, t- I'll tell you the something. Dog? How's it? Okay. Oh yeah, talk about the dog. Oh, the dog. Yes. Jazz? Your Jazz. dog. Uh, she, oh, she's lovely. She didn't come back to LA with us because it's a little too tough, and we're going right back yeah. to New York. So okay. she's snuggling up with Nana and Bipa in New York on the farm, and she's just gosh, she's that dog is great. She's a beautiful oh, dog. I gotta say, just yeah, gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah, I just love her, and you know, adopt older dogs, everybody. <laughs> right. No one wants those older dogs, but some of them are so fantastic. Yeah, she's amazing. She's not that old. She's almost four, but you know, it's not the puppy. We could have gone the puppy route, but we went the retired um, female. Um, Greg did the best commercial as Aaron. Apparently, I didn't. I did hear it. Oh, I don't remember paying as much attention. Yes, Greg's idea. What an inspiration you had there. Yeah, Yeah, no, I called. I called it like four in the morning or something. I was like. 
this is your commercial. <laughs> I was like sick. And like, it's State Farm and Air, it woke insurance for Aaron. Oh, really? Woke insurance. Oh, I love that. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And oh, then when you get into the ones for the kids, right? The kids get, what did I say? Get insure the children against something, okay. CRT or something. I don't know. Oh, gosh. You know how much news has happened in just a couple of weeks? It's kind of stunning, right? When you think about it, how quickly okay. the news cycle is developing. It's kind of crazy. Um, <sighs> I do, I'm going to end with, uh, you know, Rachel Bitkofer. She comes on the show occasionally, does analysis on messaging of the Democrats. Mm -hmm. She and her pack have done this really uh, cool ad about changing the narrative around, about trying to figure out how to change the conversation from what the Republicans are basically controlling. Do you want to watch a little bit of this? Sure. Okay. Do I? All right. It's time for a head-to-head. -head. Who's really winning on the economy? Is it Democrats or Republicans? Stat number one, overall economic growth. That's an early win for Dems with nearly double the score. And who's created more jobs? Whoa, slam dunk Democrats. Millions more in the past decades. It's starting to feel like a blowout. But what about the stock market? Dems, hit it out of the park. Didn't see that coming. It's a triple crown win, win, win for the Dems. So what do Republicans bring? Oh, 10 out of the last 11 recessions. Could be performance issues, but also being misses with nothing but tax cuts for the filthy rich. That's a lot of losing. Don't be a loser. Quite good, eh? I like it. Actually. I like it. that there was the deflated soccer ball yes. with the Republicans <laughs> and, and the, left the three good sports for the, the Democrats. Soccer. And the performance issues. I mean, all sorts of little double entendres there that are very good. But I think yeah. it's important, you know, and she's got a very smart way of turning the, the narrative around on some of these Republican talking points because really there's no reason for them to have such control of the narrative. They just, everyone's just so shocked by what they say all the time that we just let them get away with it. That's right. There was something else what someone said, if the Dems don't do a quick ad on... Um, because it was Josh Hawley and the masculinity yes. and like Big Bird and stuff. And someone had like a real, like Josh Hawley's trying to take your porn. He's coming for your yeah. porn, everybody. Yeah. Right? Like, because <laughs> that works too. And I thought, okay. Literally, he, he's going to go like, to your house and take your porn because he wants your porn. He wants your porn. Sort yeah. of fusing them with the nasty things as if they're their things is I think there's something to that. Just make it so embarrassing. I like that a lot, um, actually. That's a really good yeah, idea. Yeah. yeah, and there's certainly a lot to embarrass them about, including the indictment of their former senior advisor to the president of the United States, the former president, yeah. uh, Steve Bannon, which is the big headline today. May there be more of these guys, you know? It'd be, uh, Amen. It'd be good to see some more indictments if they don't cooperate. Of course, if they cooperate and tell everyone what really happened on that day, That'll be nice, too, because we can figure out exactly how far it went and how high it went. That is the after show this Friday evening. I'll be back on Tuesday. We're doing a really interesting uh, show about how to bring people together in America by okay. trying to use some corporate strategies. Uh, what have you got planned for the weekend, you guys? Well, I'm going to watch movies and get yeah. better. I've missed a lot of television and stuff, and I just need to check out a little bit. Uh, we did finally see the James Bond movie. I haven't seen it. Because we can get that. So, so Greg, you and I can talk about that now. I won't scream okay. at you. No, la, la, la. So, and then I think there's the Saturday Night Live. We didn't get a chance to talk about that last week, but they have a new... I know we oh, all get sick of Donald playing. impersonators. But oh, it's so good, though. Yeah, he's great. It's so good. so good. It's such a different take. So maybe... 
Uh, I'll watch some Saturday Night Live. But that's I'm going to be in bed. I'm going to be getting better. That's what I'm doing. Get better and enjoy all this TV. I'm sure it's going to be great yeah. to catch up on all that stuff. It sounds actually like a great idea. What do you have in store, Greg? Well, tomorrow is the birthday of Merrick Garland oh. and Greg Abbott <laughs> of Texas and Whoopi Goldberg and also me. So I'm going to- It's your birthday. Oh, we didn't know no, there was your birthday. Tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow is my birthday. This would have been a birthday edition. Oh. I do not want that. So you don't want that. You got all the sound effects. Fun. Okay. Happy uh, birthday, old happy man. Happy birthday. Thank you. You. Look, you look fantastic. It, and uh, may everything you need to happen for you this year. Not? Are you going to say how old you are or not? Zev knows how old I am because I am two months younger than him. Oh, thank you for pointing that out. Thank you for pointing that out because uh, I appreciate that. That's very uh, masculine of you and noble. <laughs> <laughs> so I know what my number is. But what's your number? Is it the same? We're the same, it's, it's the same number. It's it's it, it's not. I'm entering. My, I I can't say now because I I put Zeb on the spot. No, no you no. put Zeb on the spot, but I don't think it's the big big one, right? No, 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 no. I have time. tomorrow. We'll have concluded my 49th year on this planet. I will right. be entering year 50, although I will not be 50 until next. I like the way you think ahead and you sort of prepare yourself yeah. to get, get into it already. Yeah. Still, well, my, wife still, is, uh, my wife is older my than me, year. so every time her birthday comes, I remind her that, oh, no, you know, you turn 49, I'll, I'll say. That just means it's the end of your 49th year. You're really 50. Yeah. Because you're entering your fiftieth yeah. so year. I know people like you who like to remind it's me. It's never of those not things. funny. It's never not funny for me, and it's never funny for her. Never funny yeah. for anybody else. I'm I'm counting backwards now. I you know once I've I think okay. once you start forty nine, you start going in reverse. And uh, I, don't, I don't I don't I don't care. I don't I don't it's, care. You know, I mean, I don't I'll care be, either, but it's just nice to be 48 again while you're 49 tomorrow. So happy 49th birthday, that's old fun. man. You, you look great for 48. <laughs> you look great. You look, you, it's the Oscar Wilde line. The guy says, I, I'm on the other side of 40. And she says, oh, you look weeks younger than that. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, have a good night, everybody. And we'll see you again next time on Narrative. Good Thanks night, for watching, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Dev. Narrative is made possible by viewers like you. Join today and support truly independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative. That's patreon.com forward slash narrative.